When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Before we begin the show, we want to bring you a message from our friends at MyBookie. I hope you guys feasted up on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are, we know what they are capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Especially if you're going to bet against the Pittsburgh Steelers because they look awful right now. Anyways, whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today, find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to $1,000. The terms are simple. You put in the $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come on in and join the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Now, on with the show. The following is a HoopBall presentation. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoop Ball Network. We are giving you a morning after reaction of Game 7 of the NBA season for the Chicago Bulls. They beat the Dallas Mavericks 118-108. to The Bulls improved to 3-4. and Mavericks fall to 2-4. and We are brought to you by MyBookie and Manscaped. Go check out our awesome sponsors, and we thank them for their support, not only of this show, but of the entire HoopBall Network. I want to be more excited about this win than I am, and I'm excited about every win. Every win for the Chicago Bulls in the year 2020-2021 is a step in the right direction. But the reason why I'm not as excited about this win is that there was one key piece that was missing for Dallas. And that key piece was Luka Doncic. So the Bulls beat the Mavericks, but it's without Dallas' best player and one of the top 10 players in the NBA, at least in my opinion. Luka Doncic is a superstar already, so taking him out of the equation is a big factor. However, Dallas got a huge game from Jalen Brunson, who, in our preview episode with Lawrence Brooks of Hoopball Mavs, 
said was not getting a lot of minutes because he and Doncic are similar players in terms of how they handle the offense. Brunson really doesn't play that much off the ball. So those two are really never on the court at the same time. But Jalen Brunson goes for 31, 11 of 17 shooting, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. He's a plus 4. He was the only Maverick that registered a plus of above 1. Dorian Finney-Smith had a plus 1 in 36 minutes. 31 points, though, was not the high-scoring game for either team. That honor belongs to Zach Levine, who scored a season-high 39 points, went 3 of 9 from beyond the arc, 8 of 9 at the free-throw line, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. He did have 4 turnovers and was a plus 6. Whether you're efficient or inefficient, you shoot over 50% from the field, you get to the line nine times, you make eight of them, and you score 39 points. That's the type of game that everybody has been waiting to see from Zach Levine. This was a game where Zach Levine did a lot, and nobody else really did much of anything. Kobe White had a solid second half. He finished with 23 points, 7 of 14 shooting, 4 assists, 7 rebounds. He was 4 of 9 from beyond the arc. Levine had a huge first quarter. He scored 21 of Chicago's 31 points in the first quarter, and he had 29 points in the first half. The 29 points are the most that a Bulls player has scored in a half since Michael Jordan scored 30 points in a half back in 1997. Now, the tweet I saw that from only said year, it did not say game, and that was from the official Chicago Bulls Twitter account. Zach Levine showed why he might be a very coveted trade piece come the deadline and why he could be a very coveted free agent come next offseason. Not this upcoming offseason, but next offseason. Games like tonight make people go crazy because this is what they know Zach Levine can be at his best. And that is a primary scoring option that will fill it up at a rate above 50%. And you talk about getting to the hole. Of Zach Levine's 39 points, only nine of them were from beyond the arc. Eight of them were at the free throw line, which means that he scored 22 points on 11 two-point field goals. Now, full disclaimer, I did not watch this game. I had to work. I was out and about. My days have been pretty darn busy. So I'm trying to catch up on this as we go along throughout the evening. But it's encouraging when you see a game like this from Zach Levine. What it shows is that he has the potential to be that primary scoring superstar that we all expected him to be when he was acquired from the Minnesota Timberwolves a few years ago. Before I get to Kobe White, I do want to say that we did find a specific game date on that Michael Jordan game. It was February 24th, 1997. That is courtesy of Jeff Mangurton of Bulls Radio. See, you got to search around a little bit to be able to find these facts. You can't just go to one Twitter account and say, all right, that's the information I'm going to use and we're done with it. 
This is also what happens on nights when I can't watch or listen to a game. So my apologies in advance because of my work schedule. This will happen more often than not. Just going to put that out there so you know how I'm consuming the games and how I'm evaluating this team in these recap episodes. We mentioned Kobe White, and Kobe White had a very good second half. He only had two points in the first half. He was one of three from the field. In the second half, he had 21 points on six of ten shooting, four of seven from beyond the arc, five of five at the free throw line in the second half. That is what you want to see from a second-year point guard, is a guy that has a bad first half and is able to come back in a second half and be able to take command of his game, take command of the offense, and be efficient from the field. The Bulls are expecting a jump from Kobe White this year, especially given that they're trusting him to be the primary ball handler. Remember, Tomas Sadoransky still out. Devon Dodson, still out. So the Bulls really have one point guard right now. The only other guy that they can have handle the ball off the bench is Garrett Temple. And Garrett Temple is not a guy that I think you want to have handling the ball that much. And Garrett Temple did not have a good night. He didn't have any assists. He was one of six from the field and had five rebounds. But seeing Kobe White have a solid second half gives you a lot of confidence that he can turn into the type of player that you want him to be, that you expected he was going to be when you drafted him. Granted, it was not this regime that drafted him, but Kobe White is still a player that it's fair to say that you expect him to skyrocket in development under this coaching staff, and given where you took him in the previous draft, you want him to be a part of your near and your distant future. The Bulls' backcourt won them this game. Zach Levine and Kobe White combined for 62 points. That's over 50% of your team's points. In fact, doing the quick math in my calculator, that's 52.5% of your team's points. That's the type of backcourt that you've been waiting for since the Derrick Rose era. That's the type of backcourt that wins you games down the stretch. And that's what the Bulls' backcourt did last night. We are going to take a quick break when we come back. Some more stats and a couple more points to talk about before we say goodbye. You're listening to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast on the Hoop Ball Network. Support for Hoop Ball comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. That's why the revolutionary company Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. Even if you do feel like giving a gift after Christmas is over, totally fine, no judgment. 
It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Okay, I have alopecia, which is a hair loss disease, so I don't use a trimmer, period. But if I did use one down below, it would definitely come from Manscaped. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, which also includes all three pointers shot by Wendell Carter Jr., I'm thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package also will come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Welcome on back to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoop Ball Network. Bulls win 118-108 at the United Center on Sunday night to improve to 3-4 and four on the year. A couple of more observations before we say goodbye on this quick recap episode. Daniel Gafford is continuing to play well off the bench. He's making his minutes count. Last night, Gafford was in double figures again. He had 12 on 3 of 3 shooting, and was 6 of 6 from the line. 3 rebounds, he was a plus 12. All of that coming in just 19 minutes. 19 minutes to me is a very small sample size to evaluate any player, but Daniel Gafford is getting those spurts of about 15 to 22 minutes a night where he's finding a way to make an impact. Looking at Daniel Gafford's statistics, so far this season, he's only averaging 15.3 minutes per game. So I was a little bit off on that average. I say that because he had 22 minutes in the Bulls' win over the Wizards on New Year's Eve. But the point being is that Daniel Gafford is doing his job. It's good to see Thad Young playing a little bit too. And we've talked about it at length that Thad Young is not really a part of this future, but you need bodies because you don't have Larry Markkinen, you don't have Chandler Hutchison. Tomas Sadoransky, by the way, was revealed tested positive for COVID, so his timetable to return is indefinite at this point, depending upon how he recovers. And all the best to Tomas Sadoransky as he hopefully recovers well from COVID-19. But Thad Young, 28 minutes last night, 7 points, 4 rebounds, 3 of 6 from the field. Thad Young is just a guy. He's a guy that's an above-average veteran post player. And that's all you can expect him to be. And until you have some depth back on your roster, Thad Young is going to play over 25 minutes a night. And Thad Young is not a big post player, 
So he fits well into this small ball lineup that Billy Donovan wants to play toward the end of games. He did it against the Wizards, and he did it again last night. That small ball lineup, by the way, is Zach Levine, Kobe White, Otto Porter Jr., Garrett Temple, and Thad Young. So where Young is going to get a majority of his minutes is being the big guy in that small ball lineup. Otto Porter Jr., a 15-point night for him, seven rebounds, four of 11 from the field, two of six from beyond the arc. Not his best night, but Otto Porter Jr. has to play close to 30 minutes a night until Lowry Markkinen gets back and until Chandler Hutchison gets back. At this moment, he's really the only guy that can play that small forward position unless you want to play Garrett Temple in that starting lineup spot. Once the Bulls are healthier again, I think Porter is a lot more effective when he's coming off the bench. Patrick Williams did not have a very big night in the scoring column, just six points in 28 minutes, but he had a couple of phenomenal defensive plays, one really nice block on Willie Cauley-Stein. He had two total blocks in the game, and he was a plus six, had five rebounds and three steals. So while he doesn't necessarily come up big on the offensive side of things, three steals, two blocks, that's complete basketball. That's why the Bulls like him so much. He's the closest thing they have to a complete player. And I don't think that I'm overstepping my bounds here by staking that claim. Patrick Williams can be a star without filling up the scoring column. And that's the type of player that you want if you're Billy Donovan. You want that guy that can play positionless basketball and make an impact on the defensive end. And that's what Patrick Williams does for you. He showed that last night, and I believe he's going to continue to show you that throughout his rookie year. I really don't want to talk about Wendell Carter Jr. I have no reason at this point to talk about Wendell Carter Jr. Seven points, seven rebounds in 23 minutes. Two of eight from the field, three of five from the line. I really wanted to see a big step forward from him this year. And while we may still see that, other than his two double doubles, I haven't seen the Wendell Carter Jr. that I saw in his one year at Duke. I haven't seen that guy that is going to take his game to the next level offensively because that's been the knock on Wendell Carter Jr is that he has underperformed offensively so far in the first two years of his career. He's averaging more points per game so far this year than he has in each of his first two years, but number one, it's seven games in, and number two, his rookie points per game average was 10.3, and this year, it's 11.7. Last year was 11.3. So you can't really take too much from those numbers but I'm really hoping to see a stretch of games, maybe on this upcoming road trip. I want to see a stretch of games where I'm seeing Wendell Carter Jr. consistently in double figures. I'm not asking for a double-double every night, but I'd love to see 10-7, 12-8, maybe even a 15-5, whatever. I want to see Wendell Carter Jr. in double figures consistently. Your big man, especially a guy that wants to be as versatile on the offensive end as Wendell Carter Jr. wants to be. I need to see more from him offensively. 
And I'm not saying anything that other Bulls fans and people that cover the team aren't saying already. I'm saying the same things that everybody else is. Couple of team stats that I do want to go over before we say goodbye here on the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. Bulls defensively are doing a lot better job at guarding the three-point line. Dallas shot 26% from the three-point line last night, 11 of 42. They only shot 44% from the field. Also, and this is not so much a product of the Bulls, moreover a product of the Mavericks, is that Dallas was 70% from the free throw line last night. They shot 27 free throw attempts. They made only 19. Meanwhile, the Bulls, they were 90% from the line. 27 of 30. 10-point ball game. Bulls made 10 more free throws. Bulls also made two more three-point shots. Chicago made 13 three-pointers. They were 35% from beyond the arc. So you look at the little things. 10-point advantage on free throws. 6-point advantage on three-point shots. That's 16 extra points in a game you ended up winning by 10. The little things add up. And where this team is going to get better is when they do the little things well. Even without Luka Doncic, I'm impressed with what I saw from the Bulls last night. A win is a win in the NBA, and you'll take as many of them as you can get. So the Bulls are 3-4 and four as they head out to the West Coast. They will be in Portland on Tuesday night, and then matching up with the Sacramento Kings on Wednesday. Then an off day on Thursday, down to L.A. to face the Lakers on Friday, and then staying in L.A. to face the Clippers on Sunday. Four games on the West Coast. If you can go 2-2 two and two on this West Coast swing, I think that is a successful trip, to say the least. And on that note, we are going to wrap it up here on the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. Bulls win 118-108 over the Dallas Mavericks. They improve to 3-4. and four. They get their first home win of the season and have won three of their last four. Goodbye from Chicago, Illinois. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. If you've made it this far, stick around for a little while longer. Do you like free stuff? Everybody loves free stuff. What's the stuff? The Bruise Letter is back. Oh, yes, back and fresh for the 2020-2021 NBA season. Our founder, Aaron Bruski, is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content you cannot find anywhere else. It's not on the website. It's not on any podcast. It's not on social media. It's only in the email newsletter, and you can sign up to get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021. Aaron Bruski, straight to your inbox. And also, folks, we've got to tell you about the Fantasy Pass. Fantasy draft season is over, and you Bruski 150'd your way to a hell of a team. But the season has just begun. The Fantasy Pass is still the best deal in the industry at just $4.99 per month. 
And now that we're into the regular season, there's zero commitment. Sign up for one month for five bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know you'll love it, but it's always nice to have that option. The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updating projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, and our newest and coolest feature, the HoopBall Discord server, where you all can hang out with HoopBall pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. So please do check it out. Head to hoop-ball.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. 